0: Afternoon drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silterhar Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Brookfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at STHMazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk. Here's Eric and Terry.
1: Good everybody, welcome to afternoon drive. Goodman Fry, watch us SmileHighSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at tfry at eric goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. The day has finally come game one, Stanley Cup final, Colorado Avalanche, Tampa Bay Lightning at Ball Arena, faceoff probably around 610. And Terry, you are going to be there, you have covered a lot of major events over the course of your career, as have I. I've covered as many Stanley Cup finals as you have. Uh, I'm guessing it's hard to get excited because you've done so many of these. But as we are roughly a couple of hours away, are you kind of feeling, you know what, I am kind of really looking forward to
2: this. I am kind of really look, really looking forward to it. It is exciting. It becomes electric, the atmosphere in the building. I've covered, I think, about eight to ten Stanley Cup finals. I'd have to go back and look. But there, there is an invigorating atmosphere to it. You run a winning goal pool, and you have a good time, and you see some great hockey. And its I, I enjoy kind of the media atmosphere, even because of the international nature of the, inter, uh, the coverage. And it, it's fun to be around.
1: Time now for the lead.
0: The lead, presented by Sasquatch Casino and Blackhawk.
1: All right, Jared Bednar would not confirm it at today's press conference, but it appears Darcy Kemper will start and goal. He was the first one in the net at practice. Usually that's an indication that he will get the start tonight. Bednar also said Kadri uh, Cogliano will not play because of their hand injuries in which they had surgery less than a couple of weeks ago. Also, Tampa head coach John Cooper says he feels forward. Braden Point will play tonight for the first time since getting injured in Game 7 of Tampa's opening round win over the Maple Leafs. Terry, let's start it off with Kemper. We have talked about this multiple times. Who should be the starter and goal? For the most part, you can make the case that Francois has been better overall in the playoffs
2: but I'd it's go, going to be Kemper. I go with Fransos. Uh I understand the thinking behind this is that he, it's, it was his job to lose and shouldn't be lost through an injury. And I also think they look at it this way, that there's a way if Kemper struggles early in the series, they can make the switch to and It'd be tougher later in the series. So I think they're giving Darcy a shot. I think they have faith in him up to a point. Uh, I did a big story on him yesterday. Uh, standing by him at media day and hearing the other players talk about, and Joe Sackick, talk about what unrelenting confidence they have in him. You, you, you know that that's some psychological gamesmanship at work there, backing their goaltender, and uh, we'll find out if it's
1: warranted. Joe Sackick said it yesterday's media day, Kemper is 100%. I guess the real question is how short of a leash Will it be for Darcy Kemper? Yes. If suddenly the score is five, nothing, you clearly have to take him out, but I'll just come up with this scenario. And clearly I can come up with a million scenarios. It becomes two to one in the first period and Tampa's leading. And then suddenly it's four to one, six minutes into the second period. If I'm Jared Bednar, clearly I'm thinking maybe I make a switch. But in a lot of ways, Terry, once you make that switch, clearly, literally, it does not have to be permanent. But I don't know how you go back to Kemper if Franco struggles. That way. Well, if you
2: remember the year the Capitals won the Stanley Cup, they opened with Philip Grubauer in goal. And then Braden Holby took over. And Grubauer was done for the series. And I pretty much think that would be the scenario here if that happened. You know, he hasn't played since May 31st that's a, that's a daunting fact right there and we also know that he ha- he either had an eye or a concussion or both issue and so there's there is some it is reasonable to at least be raising an eyebrow and watching close how he is in the early going and whether he truly is 100%. Now we're all smart enough to know that Jared Bednar would not be putting him in if he didn't feel like or even use him as the backup in Edmonton because he, if, he was, if he was not 100%, he wouldn't be capable of going into the game and playing well. So we all know that that's, Jared Bednar has faith he under, that he is backing him, that he understands that he's 100% in his mind. I'm just a little wary of it. that And I do think when you, you mentioned the, the word short, leaf, short leash, I, I absolutely agree with that. I think he's on a very, very short leash.
1: Well, the Washington series, I don't know exactly how that played out when Grubauer got pulled but let's just say for the sake of argument that Fr- uh, Franzos does come in in the second period, and people are saying, well, there is a point now of no return where Franzos has to be the guy. What happens? And I know we're playing the what-if game, and attorneys hate the what-if game, but let's play the what-if game. What if Francos goes out in game two and gives up four goals 12 minutes into the first period? You have to go back to Kemper, yeah, don't you? you? Do. Yeah, you do. And that, that's my point. And then the confidence of this team, I don't want to say is shot, but they're thinking we're not getting anything. I th- you could I, almost make the case the series is over, even though you're only two, not even two games in.
2: I personally think just by uh, gut feeling, not by intimate research and talking to players, because we can't do that anymore. I really do think they have more faith in Frankie Francells right now. But, but what gives that's you hard, that's hard to prove. And the numbers, no, well, the numbers aren't real great. It's, and you can't really justify it statistically necessarily. they both won six games. Uh, and so that's, that's an equal factor there. Uh, I, I just think the players right now have more faith in Francis. However, however, one big game in the Stanley Cup final spotlight, and they'll be right, they'll be right back in Campers in, uh, K- Corner.
1: Right. Okay, now let's talk about the Lightning. Braden Point, who hasn't played for a while, he was a major contributor to the Lightning this season, went out in the final game of the opening round against the Maple Leafs. Well, he is going to be back on the ice, throw in for the Avalanche. Kadri Cogliano are not playing. The Avs have had a lot of rest, which could be a good thing. They could come out firing, right? Or they could be a little flat. With Point coming back, no Cadre, no Cogliano. How are you feeling about game one?
2: Point is going to play on a line with, with Nick Paul and Russ Colton, so that, that seems pretty much apparent. He was close to playing in the Eastern Conference Finals against the Rangers, so this is no 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 surprise at all. More importantly than his regular season contribution, he's got 28 goals in the past two Stanley Cup championship mm-hmm. runs. He
1: had that, yeah, the game winner when Tampa was down... Three two against the Leafs. He scored the game-winning goal in overtime to force a game seven.
2: And he's on the top power play unit too, and he'll step mm-hmm. right back in there. So these are all factors that that uh, point in the direction of adding adding credibility for picking the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. And I, yep, I, yep. I I won't back away from that. Now he he, he they say he's hundred percent. His right leg gave out in this game seven against Toronto, and he tried to play one more shift. So I mean he's a tough guy, but he hasn't he hasn't played since May fourteenth. So we'll see if he truly is 100% ready to go.
1: For those who have never seen Braden Point play, and you mentioned what he has done historically in the playoffs, for those that don't know what this guy can do, we know Kadri's out. For lack of a better phrase, who's more important to their team? Or maybe who's better, Kadri or Point?
2: Kadri lived the Avalanche in assists this year. So I think that in, in a way, they're very similar players in what they bring their teams. And Kadri C- was a injection of toughness and sn- and even snideness sometimes. so i i I do understand Point's contribution. Kadri probably could he I think he could probably play. this is just supposition on my part. He could probably play, but he couldn't do a lot offensively. he He would be contributing mainly at the defensive end of things. And there's really no way to protect a thumb in that situation. correct. So his intangibles would be would outweigh the, what he really, really could bring if he were in the lineup. So I think he could go, but I think he's also being honest enough to admit he can't go out there and, and be uh, counterproductive or be, uh, be in a situation where he's not helping the team. Okay, and so and, and Cagliano uh, has the uh, broken finger. And the, where he's missed on the fourth line is leadership. And not just on the fourth line, the leadership permeates what he does in the locker room and kind of his maturity off the ice. And I, I still come back to it. One of the greatest lines ever was when he came in and Cagliano said, first thing he noticed was they don't play soccer in the hallways, which is something the NHL players do before right. games. And so that was really a sign of being different. And I, that's where they're going to miss him, they're going to miss Kadri. In points, certainly we will be a plus for Tampa Bay.
1: By the way, I'm just going to put this out there right now as we head into game one. I want the Avalanche to win. I hope they win. I hope there's a parade here in Denver. Tampa is going to be a tough out. They're the two-time defending champions. With that, if for some reason the ABS don't win, I don't want to hear from one person, and <laughs> I will go at them on Twitter or if they want to call. Do not tell me the Avs would have won the series if Kadri and Cogliano were suddenly on the ice. Don't go there.
2: Why not? What if, they, they, what if they,
1: that's what they believe? Well, you know what? You know you the, want people to be honest with you? you know, they could be honest, but also people who make excuses believe they're being honest, too.
2: I don't even think that's an excuse necessarily they view you know it. Is. Well, we view they view it uh, as being factual.
1: Well, you know what? I don't I don't deal well with delusional people. <laughs> I don't. And you well, know why what? am
2: I in here every day then?
1: That's a good question. We'll talk about that after the show as you're going to the game. Uh, for Kadri he's a terrific player. He is not a top 4 player on this team. He's not. And you can make the case he's not even top 5 for as great of a season that he has had. Don't tell me if if the Avs lose, they lost because if Kadri would have been there, they would have won. And please he's, don't. He's go.
2: probably the sixth best player on the. team.
1: Right, please don't go there with Cogliano, man. If we had Cogliano, we would have won this game.
2: Oh, but but you can, you have to admit he's losing him. Nico Sturm will take his place in the lineup. It looks like L- losing him is not is not good for the Avalanche.
1: You know what? If you're losing a fourth line guy, and you're saying we could have won if we had him. That's a bunch of BS and you are nothing more than an excuse maker.
2: But that's how you win the Stanley Cup is getting contributions from all four lines. The avalanche in the past, uh yeah, every once in a while you would say Stefan, y'all would step up and score a big goal. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and, and you so- know what? You know what? I'll tell you something else, Terry. You you know what else you do if you want to be a champion? You find a way to play without Braden Point, and you sweep the President's Trophy winner Florida. Okay. That's what you do. And they didn't have him, and he was one of their best players. So they they wouldn't have made excuses if he wasn't there. I just don't want to hear Crazy Fan come up with the excuse. Man, if they only had their fourth-line center, how many times have we watched the Avalanche over the last couple of years suffer serious injuries? And you can certainly make the case if they had some of those guys back they would have Especially won a goaltender. Don't, right don't pull a fourth line guy into the equation please
2: hey there's one wild card note i want to throw out before we forget about it you know the interesting one of the sidelights to this is that uh tampa bay has a defenseman whose whose father has his number hanging from the rafters at ball arena that's nolan foot adam foot's son but the the lighting have changed up they were playing a Seven defensemen and 11 forwards for most of the playoffs. And Nolan Foote was the seventh defenseman. And they've gone back to the conventional 12 forwards and six defensemen the last three games. So that's why you aren't seeing Nolan Foote. I wish – it'd be fun if he could play. That would really be kind of interesting.
1: So Foote got kicked? Stop it. <laughs> Thank you, Danny. Appreciate that. Coming up after the break, well – how did the Broncos do in practice today? We'll tell you about all of the great plays that were made at Field Day. That's next. Afternoon
0: drive with Goodman and Fry. Presented by Silterhar Mazda, a no-pressure-buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric
1: and Terry. Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Fry. Watch us. MyLifeSports.com. You can reach us on the Rocky Mountain Forest products Twitter feed at T Fry at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, it is going to be blazing for the rest of the week. Super hot. It already has been super hot. So how's your air conditioning unit going? Well, I can tell you right now, last year, mine broke down in the middle of a crazy heat wave. I called Mighty Plumbing, Heating and Air. And they were at my house the next day. But here's the best part. They said they'd show up at noon. They showed up at noon. They didn't show up at 1159, and they didn't show up at 1201. They showed up on time. How many contractors have you worked with that take you for granted and kind of show up whenever they feel like it? Or give you that five- to six-hour window, and you basically have to think, should I skip work this day? so I can get my air conditioning unit fixed. They showed up on time. I found out that my air conditioning unit was 17 years old. They said, you need a new one. I knew they weren't lying to me. It's not like it was eight years old and it totally busted. Then I got the best product out there called Rudd. And I got a great price on it. The customer service was great. The price was right. The, the What I got in terms of my unit was nothing short of fantastic. You wanna work with mighty plumbing, heating and air, Go check them out at MightyPH.com. Time now for The Buzz.
0: The Buzz is presented by Mighty Plumbing and Heating. Why does Mighty Plumbing and Heating have over 600 five-star reviews? No one has better service, and they will meet or beat any written offer. Go to MightyPH.com.
1: Nathaniel Hackett canceled the final day of mandatory minicamp today to host a field day. Hackett's reason... Probably wanted some team bonding. So, Terry, what's more important? Another day of practice with the new head coach, new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator, new special teams coordinator, a new system or um, a a dunk booth?
2: I'm confused because I thought that Vic Fangio was a detestable doofus for doing the same thing. You would think that somebody would alert Nathaniel Hackett and how reviled and how much fun was being made of Vic Fangio doing this in the past and at least figure out a way to make it come off as a little different and not the, the exact same approach okay and that, so and, you- then, and in, that's that's that sense in the pure football sense I don't understand why you give up a third day of, of a new coaching regime installing its its methods its playbook it's everything its philosophy why would you unless you're saying somehow that this is, that's part of that philosophy to have a good time and enjoy the journey.
1: Okay, so let me allow to address both of your points. I'll start with the second one first. Is this the only mini-camp they've had? They've only had three no. days of practice? Oh, that's interesting. They've probably had about four voluntary camps in which pretty much everybody has shown Was up. Was Melvin Gordon so they, there? The, and he is the best point you're right about that. Melvin Gordon showed up for two days of practice, but this isn't the Melvin Gordon team. This is Russell Wilson. This is Bradley Chubb. This is everybody. You're not going to have an extra day of practice because some guy said, I don't do OTAs. I think they got in plenty of work, okay? Mm-hmm. And I do think...
2: Were you saying that when Vic Fangio was doing the same thing? I mean, I'm, that's, that's a sincere I, question.
1: The answer is yes. The exact same thing. The exact same thing. So now to answer your first point, so he was getting criticized by the fans and media, right? Yes. Do you think Vic Fangio gives a bleep <laughs> about what the media and the fans think?
2: Do, uh, do you a, think a small on, a small
1: portion of bleep? Yes, I do. Do you think Russell Wilson cares what the media thinks? Do you think Bradley? Everything. Chubb and every
2: Judge, everything Russell Wilson does is designed on the premise that he cares what the media thinks.
1: Well, that might be true, but I can promise you as he might've been sitting in the dunk tank or doing the, (laughs) the, the potato sack race or whatever they did out there. It was an opportunity to enjoy teammates and all be together under one roof. There was nothing wrong with this. The, the, The criticism is absolutely ludicrous. The reason why, that Hackett is getting criticized. And the reason why Vic Fangio got criticized, and I can see more Fangio than Hackett, although they're pretty much in the same boat, this team hasn't had a winning record in five years, and they missed the playoffs over the last six. Uh, So the argument is, why do these guys deserve to have a field day when they've missed the playoffs six years in a row? uh, My answer is, it's none of your freaking business. You're not the head coach.
2: Do you think the players really got excited over a field day and see it as a team bonding
1: experience? Actually, yeah, I do. I do First of all, I think they're I fr- rolling
2: their eyes and saying this, this is mostly silly.
1: Um, okay. Well, how about just a day off then? Do you think they'd roll their eyes at not having to go to work that day? Do you know anybody that would roll their no. eyes if their boss called and said, hey, you don't have to go to work
2: today?
1: No. Oh, well, there you go. Well, then so you, you, give him, just... you
2: give him the day off and you say, terrific job, terrific work the last two days. Right. And if you guys want to go have bonding experiences, go to the Avalanche game on Wednesday night.
1: OK, well, here's something else to consider. All right. These guys are football players loaded with testosterone. Uh, maybe, maybe I know with Vic Fangio, uh, one of the or I believe one of the activities was something like a three point shooting contest that Drew Locke won because Drew Locke is a really good basketball player.
2: So is so is uh, Osweiler.
1: Okay, you're right. He played at Flathead High School in Kalispell, Montana. With that, don't you think guys would love to do this because they're competitive to see who is the best at this and the best at that? They're competitive. Who doesn't enjoy field day? Honest to God. When you were a kid, did you not enjoy field day or would you rather have just gone home? I think I actually
2: enjoyed field day. I'll, of course you did. Who, who,
1: who you know what field day is synonymous with? Fun. Recess. Who doesn't? Right. Who doesn't enjoy recess? Who doesn't enjoy fun? And for these football players, who doesn't enjoy competing to say, "I am better at you than this and I'm going to hold it over your head the entire season that I'm better at three-point shooting." Now, you, does that you affect- make
2: it, it's, it's like you make it sound like they've played all is it My brother was a terror to play Monopoly against because he's so competitive.
1: Am I. So am I. I'll bury you with houses and hotels. Oh, we'll
2: have to play that game.
1: Okay. Well, I don't know if we can get together. I'll give you forty
2: dollars in a trailer for New York
1: Right. Right. But I don't know why, why wouldn't these guys enjoy it? And I'm sure a lot of those guys are going to be going to the game tonight. It's again, it's not as if there was only three days of practice. They have been, and by the way, I think they got even in an extra practice because Hackett's a a first-year head coach.
2: I just think it proves that he's still in the honeymoon period because we would be all over Vic Fangio for doing. Well,
1: well, I wasn't. I wasn't at all. Not one bit. It's one day. I I could let me ask you, and I'm being dead serious about this. Do you think today's canceled practice is going to have? On a scale of one to ten, ten being "Oh my God, did Hackett screw up?" To one, it's going to make zero difference if they make the playoffs.
2: Oh, it, it's what, ze- what it, It's going it? to make zero difference. Then, then, then what, then what are you bitching about? Because it, the perception and the our inclination to criticize Vic Fangio for doing the same thing. Hey, you so say I, you're saying that you did him. not, you did not do that. No, but the bulk of the media did. And well, made made fun of it and rolled their eyes. Here's good old Uncle Vic, who's completely out of touch with reality, mm-hmm. uh, having, the, uh, having the having the having the nuggets, having the Broncos do a do a field day on the third day of mandatory camp.
1: But remember, they had all those camps before that. The problem for Vic Fangio was he didn't have a quarterback. Because you know what? You mean I'll if ask- he
2: had a quarterback, we wouldn't have made fun of him.
1: Uh they, they would have competed for the playoffs. Tell you I tell you what. Tell me one Hall of Fame coach, Hall of Fame coach that didn't essentially have a Hall of Fame quarterback. You know football as well as anyone. Oh, I'd have give to me, sit down and look through that. Oh no, no. You don't have to sit down and look because there's probably nobody. Okay, give me the top five in your no, mind. Give me let's the top. Not go there. No, no, top five no. coaches of all time. No, no, no. Let's play this game. Top five coaches of all time. Quickly. No particular order. Well, give it to me. Walsh, uh, Joe Montana, Steve Young, two Hall of Famers. Okay, I'm not, let's, uh, okay
2: I get your point. You get I'm my not point.
1: I'm go the, show, me, show me a Hall of Fame coach, and I'll show you a Hall of Fame quarterback. Period. And believe me, Fangio made plenty of mistakes. But when you don't give them much at quarterback, you can't just win on defense unless you have an historic defense. There are only so many Brad Johnson and Trent Dilfer stories out there. And there are only two, two in the fifty-plus years they've been playing the Super Bowl. Generally, I mean, if you go back and look over, let's say, the last twenty-five years of every Super Bowl winner, I'd be willing to bet twenty-three of those games were won by guys who will likely go into the Hall of
2: Fame. Okay, but I think that's completely irrelevant to the bigger point we're discussing here. We're talking about, we're talking about the that about Nathaniel Hackett canceling the third day of any camp yep. for something that we just completely belittled
1: Vic Banjo for doing. Well, And you're he, saying,
2: well, oh, they got Russell Wilson now, so it doesn't matter.
1: No, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. With all the practices that they've been doing, team bonding is a good thing. I think it's a very good thing. Well, I, I guess all these Fortune 500 companies are absolute schmucks when they have retreats for, for team bonding then they're stupid too. Yet they're you mean making when they go to cabins dollars.
2: in Rocky mountain national park yep. or something like that? Yep.
1: Then they don't know what they're doing either. Despite the fact they're raking in millions of dollars.
2: A lot of times those are, those are from consultants who are making big bucks because they're suckering companies into doing these things.
1: Well, I can tell you right now. Okay. Uh, Mandy is a vice president at Davita, pretty major company. I think you would agree. A consultant is not putting together a retreat for the for the top-level executives in Sundance, Utah, because a consultant told them to do it. And I'm going on this trip, and I can't wait, and I'll be doing the show with you. It's a way for the executives to get to know each other and spend some social time. Are you gonna what do is a wrong potato, with that?
2: Are they, gonna do a, are they going to do a potato sack
1: race? If they decide to do one, I'll tell them that I have a four-hour show with you instead of a two-hour <laughs> show. Coming up after the break, outside of the goaltending... Give me one or two specific things that we haven't talked about already to watch over the course of this series and how it could potentially determine who wins it. That's next.
0: New drive with goodman and fry presented by silter Har mazda a no pressure buying experience in Broomfield at silter Har mazda find them at sthmazda.com. live from the sasquatch casino and wildcard casino sports desk here's eric and terry
1: welcome back afternoon drive goodman fry watch us com. you can reach us on the rocky mountain forest products twitter feed at T Fry, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale loan to the public, go to rmfp.com. Time now for What's Trending.
0: What's Trending? Presented by Silterhar Mazda. Get to Silterhar in Broomfield for a no-pressure-buying experience at Silterhar Mazda or find them at sthmazda.com.
1: Terry, I understand the phrase paralysis by analysis. (laughs) I do. And we have broken down this game this series in many different ways but let's dig a little bit deeper outside of the goaltending we know it's a mismatch
2: if you don't if you make me mention Corsi I'm going to walk off this show who's Corsi oh it's a it's a it's a a statistic that some hockey fans live by
1: well I'm I'm judging by my eyes I'm not judging by a statistic oh Oh, the eye test yes the eye test and what other people say as well give me one or two things to watch for in this series on how it could determine who will win how the lines
2: how the lines match up whether sam coast's line is matched up against mckinnon's line a lot of the time or most of the time or even all the time uh we saw that in the edmonton series that the top lines were pretty much matched against each other rolled in almost rolled in order one two three four it's gonna be interesting to see how john cooper reacts Uh, Of course, the Avalanche have the last change at home for the first two games, and we'll see see how it works out, how Bednar sets the matchups. And I think that'll be really interesting. I usually don't get into this stuff necessarily, but I think in this case it'll be very interesting.
1: I'm really glad you brought this up because I'm going to take your point, and you've dug deep on it, and I'm going to dig a little bit deeper. And you brought up line changes, and if you're at home – you get the last line change. This is something absolutely to watch for in this series. When you watched the Blues series, Ryan O'Reilly one of the best defensive forwards in the game. Maybe for he the most
2: although he has, he has, he doesn't win the selkie every
1: right. Time. Bergeron most would agree is the top but certainly Ryan O'Reilly is easily top 5. Most would agree with that, right? Right. Easily Okay. And he did a terrific job for the majority of the series on McKinnon. If you don't know this name, you're going to hear this name, specifically when the games are played in Tampa. Anthony Sorelli is a fantastic defensive forward, second line center. And he has played against. He's their cadre. He is. Well, he's a much better defensive player than Kadri, and it, it, we don't even need to argue about that. He is Tampa's version of Ryan O'Reilly, not as good as him, but still most people would put Sorelli in the top ten. Most reasonable people would put Sorelli as a defensive forward, as top ten in the NHL. And when you bring up line changes and you bring up who's at home and who's on the road, all you have to do is look at what Sorelli did In the three playoff series, he went up against Austin Matthews and Austin Matthews did almost nothing in Tampa. He was almost completely shut out on the scorecard because Sorelli was on him. And then he took on the top centerman for Florida and basically shut him down and almost did the same thing for the most part to the Rangers top center. That, to me, is something to watch for. I think Bednar will be smart enough with his line changes to make sure Sorelli is not on the ice the same time as McKinnon. But at in Tampa, Cooper will decide that. Yes. What's next?
2: I think the uh, the other intangible here is the way the Avalanche adjusts to those two key injuries. I know you're going to belittle me for saying Cagliano is a key injury, but he is a key injury. And Nazem Kadri, of course, uh, is also out. And so how they adjust to that, we'll see Ranton again slide over and play center on the second line. And I think that's a key, key issue, whether with Lekanen and Burakovsky, he can be productive.
1: Okay, I'll ask you a question, then you, I'll make you my-
2: I know you want him to be big, strong, physical, and, uh, yeah. uh, and, and enforcer as be, being the center on the second line.
1: Are, are the Avalanche better bringing the puck over the blue line? Are they more effective bringing the puck over the blue line or more effective dump and chase? Bringing it over. I would agree. So let's look at that Rangers series in which the Rangers' speed overall does not match the Avalanche, but they're still a pretty quick young team with fresh legs, and Tampa did not allow them to get past the neutral zone. So if Tampa is able to do that, clog up that neutral zone. I'm not suggesting it's the New Jersey devils with the left wing lock. I'm not suggesting that, but if they force McKinnon on a rush or McCarr on a rush to dump and chase, you just said it. They are not as effective.
2: No, as- Tiffa bait is not used the, the neutral zone trap and, uh, the right. av- but the avalanche will be able to get through it. I think this is, they're the best team at doing that in the NHL. And they're matched mm-hmm. against a really strong team. It's stopping that in the NHL. And I think the, the Avalanche will prevail in that duel often enough to win the series.
1: Here's something else. And I'm stating the obvious. But at the end of the day, it's something to watch for. When Edmonton, and they weren't going strong for a majority of the series, when they controlled the play, their forecheck was excellent. Right? Yeah. And there isn't a team better in hockey at forechecking than Tampa. So they will find a way, I believe, to keep that puck deep.
2: I think it's a matter of degree, how often they will do it, whether it's the predominant part of the time or whether the Avalanche will be able to break through it often enough to get the job done. And I think they'll break through it often enough to get the job done. And, of course, they have the last line of defense there, Vasilevsky. But but to a point, you know, I'm starting to make fun of myself a little bit. He's the best goaltender on the planet, but he's not impregnable.
1: No. Well, look at what happened when he played the Avalanche twice this year. He lost both games. One was in a shootout. The other one, I believe, was in a one-goal game. So with that, how much stock do you put in anything that happened in the regular season?
2: I think it's it's significant and it highlights what the potential matchups could be. And I also think, I remember writing it, I'd have to go back and look. I think there was a sense after that game in Denver that, these two teams could end up matched in the Stanley Cup final, and it will be an exciting, invigorating, terrific series. And I think right. a lot of people walked out of the building that night thinking that. I think right. a lot of people who, who uh, figure out how to get the game on their laptop or, or television or computer, despite the Comcast altitude feud, uh, thought that, that, that thought that that night, and I think it's become to fruition. and I think it's almost heartening that we were looking forward to this in some ways as far back as the regular season.
1: And by the way, uh, when it comes to trying to predict what's going to happen (laughs) in the postseason by looking at the regular season, I'm going to give you a perfect example of why you should be very careful doing that. Well,
2: there's one one reason, just one reason.
1: What's that? Just one? Just goaltending. Sure. No, that's fair. No, no, no. Goaltending obviously is going to play a major role, but 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 I want to look at at one thing in particular when the Avalanche played the uh, the Lightning early around the season, in which they lost. Talking about Tampa, they they lost both games. They wound up losing both those games, and I believe it was either in the first or second matchup, the Lightning won or lo- uh, lost the game, and then I believe in the next game. Um, they, they lost to Florida 4-1. to one. How did they do against Florida in the playoffs? They beat them. They beat them. Regular season means nothing. Playoffs are a totally different beast. What do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it?
3: Some news from the world of live sports streaming. We've got a big addition to the Thursday night football broadcast on Amazon Prime. And we'll also talk about a way that some fans of one of Stan Kroenke's team one of his teams will soon be able to watch the games in market even if the Altitude Comcast dispute continues. We'll talk about that next right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Fry on Mile High Sports. Afternoon
0: Drive with Goodman and Fry, presented by Silter harmazda a no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silterhar Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wild Card Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Terry.
4: Time,
1: choosing your battle. Welcome so back. Afternoon That's drive. So Goodman Fry. The Watch us. MileISports.com. You can't reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products. Twitter feed at T Fry, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP dot com in the meantime want to tell you about rocky mountain forest products why are you paying too much going to those big box stores and when you do go to those big box stores why are you getting lumber that is quite frankly inferior to what they have at rocky mountain forest products with that i want to bring in my good friend terrific golfer longtime packers fan and i'm sure is rooting for the abs tonight ty how are you my friend I'm good, Eric, and also
4: phenomenal introduction there. That was that was that was one of the better ones. I'll give you that.
1: Well, I got to tell you something. When you email me what I should say in your introduction, that always helps. Uh, I'm I'm going to be a little critical of your punctuation and your spelling, but we can work on that.
4: All right, that's fair. I can give you that one.
1: Okay, so a lot of people are doing projects right now. They're building a deck. They are building a fence. Uh, I have a friend who is a builder at Pinnacle Builders, and he and I were talking. He said, yes, I only work with Rocky Mountain Forest products. So you work with contractors, but you also work with guys like me. Give there, I'm guessing there are a million advantages to working with you than to walking into, I don't know, Home Depot. What are they?
4: So, yeah, that's our whole thing is because we're wholesale, which means, yeah, we can service both people, uh, both retail and client, or, uh contractor we're actually able to kind of save everyone money because of how we do business because we buy directly from the mills because we buy in such large quantities we're able to pass all of that on directly to you guys
1: are you essentially because you buy in such high quality when i hear buying and buying in high quality high volume i think of costco right? You, you can get a 20-pound uh, bag of Doritos for 5 bucks. Why wouldn't you go there? Is really that the same concept at Rocky Mountain Forest Products?
4: No, that's actually exactly the same concept. Uh, so because we've been buying for the last 48 years, we have relationships with the mills, and we have the ability to uh, purchase in these large volumes, which then we can pass on to, you know, anyone that comes to buy from us, whether it's fencing, decking, siding, even landscape timbers, and because of that relationship, say if you did need a certain profile on the side of your house or you wanted, like it was an old Victorian house that you wanted to you know kind of liven up but keep the same style, we can actually speak directly with the mills and they will mill that exact profile for you.
1: What kind of savings, generally speaking, are we talking about in terms of percentage for a project that you might consider doing?
4: So yeah, the big thing is with us is you're gonna usually save about twenty to thirty percent over big box stores. The main difference is is with the market being crazy and finally starting to come down, you know, we're starting to feel those impacts as well. So we're actually starting to lower the prices even more, which is gonna help everyone else out as well.
1: Okay. Let's just let's cut right to it. We're we're sports show. Okay. I know you're a big Avs fan. I don't wanna to talk to you about Aaron Rodgers. I'm tired of him. But I'm not tired no, no, of talking I'm, I'm about okay with that, I'm yeah. Not, I'm, I am not tired of talking about Kale McCarr and Nathan McKinnon. What do you think happens in this series?
4: Uh, well, this series, I hey, I was right about the Blue Series, by the way. I said that I thought that was going to go six games, dead on with that one. Yep. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I think we probably go six games here as well, and the Avs pull it out. I think we probably lose one of the. I think we lose either game two or game five here at home, but I think they maintain the road record because right now the Avs are perfect on the road. So, at the moment, yeah, I like our chances. I think six games is long. And the thing is, I think the Avs can rattle Vasilevsky. I really do. I think they can get in his head. Because, I mean, I would say that the Avalanche are better than the Maple Leafs, and the Maple Leafs took them to seven games. And they didn't have a goalie, and at least Kemper's starting tonight. So,
1: Okay, one more thing. Uh, tell us about your podcast, your sports podcast.
4: Yeah, sports podcast actually coming out tomorrow. We just recorded it yesterday, talking about the uh, U.S. Open and Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, it's just a bunch of friends that get together and kind of talk sports, kind of, you know, that everyday thing where you and your buddies just kind of get together, get caught up on the latest sports talk, talk about some pop culture stuff. We gave a movie review for uh, Top Gun Maverick. I, I would say go check it out by the way. Uh, yeah, just a comedy sports podcast. It's really fun to check out. Find it on YouTube and Facebook and Spotify. Um,
1: so Terry and I are going to be talking about this at the end of the second hour of the show. So I will kind of give my prediction. Kind of give my prediction yeah. right now. I agree with you. This will go six games. But I don't agree with you on everything else you said. Is that Fair hint enough. enough? Hint enough? Yeah. How do yep. people find How do people find Rocky Mountain Forest products?
4: Best way to find us is to go to rmsp.com or go to Google and search Rocky Mountain Forest products. Check out our website. We have a ton of blogs and a ton of information for any home project or any bulk buying needs that you might have.
1: Okay, I don't know if you know I'm getting married this weekend. Then we're going on our honeymoon in a couple of weeks. We get back. You, Taylor, me, we got to go golfing. Does that sound good? That sounds like a great plan. All right, I'll talk to you later. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the game tonight. Thanks, Eric. You too. All right, see you, pal. Time now for the final word. The final word
0: is presented by the McKenzie Law Firm. Don't wait before it's too late. Protect your family by setting up a will, living will, or estate plan with Dan McKenzie at themckenziefirm.com. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville. Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to
3: mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, MLS and Apple have announced the exclusive destination to watch every live MLS match. Will be Apple TV starting in 2023 without any local blackouts or traditional TV bundle required. That means that fans of the Rapids if they don't have access to altitude, we'll be able to watch the the uh, Rapids games on Apple TV starting next year. How long before all live sports are exclusively on streaming platforms, as now we have Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime?
2: I would be shocked if it did, the acceleration of this phenomenon didn't continue and that uh, it'll be all done. This is exactly what we're going to be doing within a couple years
1: yeah i mean with amazon now involved and apple involved this doesn't surprise me at all the question is are you going to buy apple tv to watch mls soccer right i mean i I I am not i understand ted lasso because i love ted lasso the morning show i love but other than that am i am i really going to buy apple tv for how much a month to watch mls i'm not Certainly, some people will. I, At the end of the day, you have to buy it.
2: I'm a big fan of the a la carte television propol- model, and that's sort of what streaming is. I, well, right. it, it is what streaming is. But the problem is, for average people, you, you you buy something and then you end up saying, "Geez, I never watched that," or "or Geez, right. I, I never read that," or you know, the, then the, the angst and the the uh, flashback sets in.
1: Just All right, Ted, go ahead.
3: No, we can end it if you want there. I just had one more that was streaming-related, so I figured I'd squeeze it in. Uh, Richard Sherman is not retiring, but he is joining the Amazon Prime Thursday Night Football broadcast, which is already a star-studded crew, including Tony Gonzalez, uh, Al Michaels, and Kirk Herbstreet. Sherman will be part of the pre-game, halftime, and post-game shows. We've seen Aqib Tlaib in the booth for Fox. Richard Sherman seems built for it. What do you think about how he will be in the booth as a broadcaster? What
2: he can't be is inhibited and change his ways. He has to deliver what he's expected to deliver and what has made him an interesting guy. Hey, and I, a former Stanford football player. I, I do
1: not I do not think for a minute he will change his style. Just like Akeem Tlaib did not change his style. They are hiring him to be him not to suddenly be some cookie cutter guy. I think that is going to be a fantastic broadcast, and I love having Sherman on there because he is so outspoken. That was Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk into any store, try out the appliances before you buy them, not to mention it's their sales staff that's so good because when you make a big purchase like an appliance, you're going to have a lot of questions. They want to get you what you want. When you walk into a big box store, let's be honest, those people haven't been working there that long, and they're willing to probably move on to the next job when they get paid more money. Mountain High Appliance, these people have been there for a long time. Work with the best. Mountain High Appliance, you can find them in Louisville, Littleton, you can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, we are a little over an hour away from the puck drop between the Avalanche and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game one Stanley Cup Final. NHL Network. Steve Conroy joins us next to preview the Stanley Cup Final. The music
2: dies. So bye-bye, Miss America.